Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What's up, party people? This is the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, Adam Pullman, a personal trainer and fitness and nutrition coach. Those are basically all the freaking same thing. Don't know why I said that. Anyway, like I said, this is the show where you get your own questions answered. Here's how it works. Listeners just like you will send in questions on my Instagram story. At the end of the episode, I will let you know how you can do that. Uh, But for now, here's what we're going to be talking about today from the listeners that sent in questions. The first question is about setting up a home gym. So what are the best items that you guys can get to make your home gym freaking awesome? The next question is about the mind-muscle connection. You might have heard of that through other fitness coaches, dare I say influencers, uh, and things like that. What the freaking heck is the mind-muscle connection? And uh, this individual wants to know if I can expand on that to further explain what I'm talking about, which I certainly will do. Guys, thank you for being here. You know, among these these episodes here, we also have more free information and free content to help you along your health and fitness journey at PullmanFitness.com. Free guides, articles, all that good stuff. You can get all of it for free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. And then if you enjoy this, this is the important part, guys. If you enjoy this episode or any other episode that you listen to, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Like if you listen to this and you're like, oh, I bet so-and-so would benefit from listening to this, send it to them. Be a good friend. Also, you know, obviously I want you to share the episode so I can have more people listen to it, which would be awesome. Uh, Not going to lie about that. So, That's what we're going to be talking about today. Appreciate you guys doing that. Appreciate you guys being here. Let's get into these questions. First question is from Addie Not Photo. And the question is, best items for making your at-home gym, your own at-home gym. Sorry, I messed that up. Uh, It depends what we're talking about here. I, I could go on for days because having like an outbuilding gym for myself And Kaylee is like a dream of mine, just a sanctuary where nothing but beautiful rap and hip hop is played, heavy metal on deadlifting days. I'm throwing stuff around, grunting, heck, walking over there in my boxers to work out. uh, And no one is going to tell me that I need to wear a mask. No one's going to tell me that I need to put pants on. It's wonderful. This is this is my dream. This is my heaven. Okay, so I could go on for days, but let's just start with the basics. All right. When you are getting an at-home gym together, what you want to think about is versatility, okay? The purpose of having an at-home gym is to work out at home and not have to leave home to go work out somewhere else. The best way you can avoid the need to go work out somewhere else is by making sure you have all of your bases covered at home, all right? Now, versatility, okay? Two great options, low-cost options that I recommend to, to start with at the very, very least, One, a full set of resistance bands. Well, okay, time out, three options. 
One, a full set of resistance bands, okay? Looped bands, not bands that have the handles on the end. Looped bands that come with handle attachments. Those are gonna be extremely versatile. You can do almost any exercise with those. You can apply resistance in many different ways. And oftentimes, if you've never done band training, you could get even more results and more progress because it's a new stimulus and type of resistance to your muscles. So a full set of resistance bands is a great start. Uh, along with that, and uh, an adjustable set of dumbbells, like power plock, power plock. <laughs> what the freaking heck is a power plock? Power block dumbbells that you can adjust. Um, take the little slider out, put it at the bottom for more weight, you know, up for less weight, whatever it is, anything that ranges from a lightweight, like five pounds to as many pounds as possible, uh, would be an awesome option. Again, dumbbells are extremely versatile. You can do pretty much anything, squats, deadlifts, lunges, overhead press, row, bench press, pretty much anything you want to uh, with dumbbells. And then you can have that versatility and weight options depending on what exercise you're doing because it can adjust. Another one, a suspension trainer like a TRX band. Okay, this is one of the most underrated pieces of equipment in my opinion. You can manipulate your body weight so many different ways with a suspension trainer to add a lot more resistance, a lot less resistance. You can kind of slow down your body through time, really focus on the squeeze and contraction of your muscles. I think it's a beautiful piece of equipment uh, to have at home. So three starting pieces, okay? Full set of resistance bands, power, power, I did it again, son of a gun, power block adjustable dumbbells, and then a suspension trainer. Those are the, like the, that's the starter kit of what I would recommend. All right. If you get all of that and you get good stuff, you're probably, a, you know, three, 400 bucks, maybe a little less. Uh, and then if you really want to get into the big boy stuff, uh, let's, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Once again, you want to be versatile. Okay. So full set of dumbbells ranging from like five pounds to a hundred pounds. Uh, and you know, girls listening to this, you might be like, I don't need a hundred pounds. You might trust me. You are much more capable than you think when it comes to your strength. I'm telling you right freaking now, all right? So full set of dumbbells ranging from a lightweight to a heavyweight. Dumbbells are extremely versatile. Uh, you're also going to want a barbell with plates, okay? Barbell, another free weight option that is extremely versatile. Front squats, bats, back squats, landmine rows, barbell rows, uh, lunges, I mean, bench press, overhead press, incline press. You can do freaking anything with that. All right. Extremely, extremely versatile. Now, along with the squat thing, I would also highly recommend a squat rack there. I mean, unless you're an extremely good cleaner, as in like a clean movement and exercise, uh, good luck getting 200 pounds on your back for squats, even hundred pounds on your back for squats. Uh, it's good. It's really good to have a squat rack. So that's what I recommend as far as like the basics essentials on top of that. If I were to just make an outbuilding home gym myself, this is what I would have. I would have all the stuff that I just mentioned. I would have a turf section. This is also, this is way past the point of the freaking question, but I'm talking about it and I'm fantasizing. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to have a turf uh, section. I'm going to have a sled there that I can push. The turf section will be, you know, at least 60 feet long. Uh, that way we can do some sort of running drills in there, some sort of form stuff, maybe even longer if we wanted to do some uh, sprints. I think I would also have uh, one of those, uh, crap, what is it called? It's, it's, oh my goodness, this is horrible. I'm a trainer, I should know this. It's the treadmill that runs, it's, it's a treadmill that basically runs on its own. Like the, the track runs on its own. It's not like on a belt that's pushed. 
Uh, it's like a free motion. Damn it. What is it called? Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, I would have one of those because ideally moving back to Colorado, it's going to be snowing. Want to do some sprints? Boom. Inside. Okay. Uh, I would also have a deadlifting platform. This is where after I finish the deadlift in my boxers and tall white dad socks, uh, I will just drop the weight and scream like a wild animal. And I will not be worried about anybody shaming me or feeling threatened or scared. It's my sanctuary. I'm dropping the weights. Okay. So an, an Olympic lifting or deadlifting platform, whatever you want to call it with some rubber mats on the ends. That's what I'm doing right there. And then I am also going to have, uh, let's see what else I'll probably also want to get a leg press, um, and then some plate loaded hammer strength equipment as well. Like a plate loaded chest press, plate loaded, uh, seated row, plate loaded lap, pull down, all of that good stuff. Big fan of plate loaded machines. And then I would also get a free motion cable machine. That's, that's, that's basically what I would have for my home gym. If I just obviously had, uh, what would that be like a freaking 10, $20,000 budget? <laughs> I'll holler at you guys when I win the lottery. Uh, anyway, so the essentials on a basic level, bands, adjustable dumbbells, TRX band. Uh, outside of that, if your budget is a little bit higher and you have the space, squat rack, barbell, plates, full set of dumbbells. All right. The next question in today's podcast episode is from Alicia. And the question is, can you expand on the connection to your brain uh, you were talking about earlier. So what I was discussing was uh, what is called the mind-muscle connection. And this is just, it's a fancy term for extreme body awareness, in my opinion. When we talk about lifting, all lifting is, is flexing with resistance. Flexing with resistance. When you are doing a bicep curl, you are flexing your bicep with a weight in your hand that is the resistance. You are flexing with resistance. Now, the mind-muscle connection is something that is extremely popular in the bodybuilding community because their intention of their workouts is to really feel the muscle contract, make sure they're really isolating that muscle, putting as much load and demand on that one specific muscle as possible. They really want to become one with it, become connected to it, make sure they really feel it working. This is very big in the bodybuilding community. However, uh, myself, I, I feel, as well as many other coaches, feel that this is something that should leak over into the everyday people. Uh, in order to have a better time developing muscles because after all, most of us are in the gym to build shape and sculpt our body, right? Along with looking better, uh, it is looking better, sorry, along with feeling better, having better energy levels, being able to keep up with kids, whatever it is, okay? But I would argue that most of us are in there to improve the way that we look, all right? So lifting is flexing with resistance and being able to better connect with your muscles and flex them is going to allow you to create more of a demand for change when you are doing movements. All right, let me give you uh, an example of a poor mind-muscle connection. You'll see someone, This oh, you'll see this, I'm willing to bet more than 50% of the time, doing a seated cable row or some sort of row at the gym and their shoulder blades are staying in the same position. All they're doing is bringing their elbows further back and their wrists to their chest. That's all that they're doing. Their shoulder blades are not squeezing. So all they're really doing is a very strange bicep curl, okay? Because those major muscles in the back, the lats, the rhomboids, the upper traps are responsible for bringing those shoulder blades back and rowing that thing in, but only if you're doing it properly. That's the intention of the movement to, to work those muscles, okay? The better that you can be connected with those muscles, the better that you're going to be able to do the movement, all right? Another common one that people don't have a good connection to is the, the lats, 
Okay, this is extremely, extremely common. One of the best ways that I try to help people establish a mind-muscle connection, it's much easier in person, um, but what I'll do is I'll put my fingers on their muscle and I'll say, squeeze right here. Squeeze this muscle here. And I want you to do it without moving. Okay. When we can flex and really connect with that muscle in all different ranges of motion, the better mind-muscle connection, the better, the better body awareness we have. So right now, as I'm sitting here, I can flex my lats without moving my arms whatsoever. I'm not really pressing into the table. I'm just squeezing my lats to bring my shoulder blades down a little bit, and now I'm relaxing them. But if you were just watching me, you would have not seen my body move whatsoever, okay? Flexing my bicep right now. My body is not moving whatsoever, all right? You would not notice this stuff. So try it yourself as you're sitting there, whether you're in the car, you're on your desk, whatever you're doing, try to, fo- try to squeeze your lat. Do, try Okay. Can you feel that lat squeezing at all? If not, this is something that you might need to work on as well as with other muscle groups. Okay. If you want to know how to squeeze your lat, here's what you can do to help. All right. Put your hands by your side. Okay. Put your, put your palms forward. So your palms are facing in front of you. Okay. So your thumbs are out away from your body. Arms are straight and they're down by your side. Now think about driving your fingers into the floor. Take your shoulder blades down. Drive your fingers into the floor like you're trying to reach and touch the floor. But don't round your back. Don't bend over. Your body isn't going to move much. Your arms aren't going to move much. But just drive your fingers down towards the ground. That is going to allow you to flex your lat. Okay? Your lat is that muscle that connects on the back. <clears throat> it's connected to, to kind of the side slash back part of your body. It's, it's really responsible for a lot of pull downs, a lot of rowing movements. It is a huge major mover, uh, in the muscle or in the back, excuse me. So if you, if you put your arm, I'm trying to describe it, oh, it's hard over audio. If you put your arm in front of you, put one arm or one hand on an, on your knee, take your other arm, go under your armpit, uh, and go kind of outside. So under your armpit to the outside, kind of reaching back towards that shoulder blade, there's this big meaty part. That's your lat. Okay. If you think about driving your shoulder blades down, push your fingers up in there, drive your shoulder blades down, you'll feel that muscle squeeze, okay? Like I said, it's, it's a lot easier to, to show and describe over video than audio, but you likely get the point. I have uh, I've done my best describing that one there over podcast, first time I've ever done it, so you get what you get. Uh, I can make a video on it as well. But anyway, the point is that the better connection that you have with your body, how to flex those muscles in different ranges of motion with different types of resistance, the better progress that you're going to see in the gym because you're able to apply that load to those muscles. Okay. Someone that has extreme body awareness, like I've been, I've been working out for a long time. Okay. So I could do a bench press and I can squeeze my pecs way more than needed to do the work in order to establish a better mind muscle connection with those, with those muscles there. Or I could, relax them probably more than I need to and use more of my triceps and shoulders to do the bench press. But every single movement is going to look the exact same to you. But what I'm doing is I'm flexing my muscles in a different way in order to command more or less out of them. Okay. That's essentially what a mind muscle connection is. I hope that helps guys. If you have questions like these, you can ask them on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. If you go to my story on Sundays, you'll see a box that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness and nutrition questions as you 
uh, would like, and I'll answer them here on the show for you, okay? If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And lastly, if you want more free information, free guides, articles, uh, you can get all of that for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.